0: hey hey folks it's joe public you're listening to the public record here on radio nope i am i am joe public it is tuesday night which i have to announce every tuesday night which is when i do this show uh that's sort of weird that's strange yeah so here's the thing like i have multiple threads of stuff going on um if if you saw the graphic I posted about the show, I'm I'm winging things that should not be wung. That's my that's what I'm doing tonight. Um, it's been it's been a kind of mental week since, and I'm not talking about like sometimes I make the comment of oh my god what a week it's been, and it's here we are it's just Tuesday. Um, but that's not what really what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about uh is actually the week since I last was with you folk here on the air. It's been it's been kinda mental. Um capped off by today. Like I really didn't think I was gonna be able to be here because I spent three hours on a conference call today. Three hours. Yep. And it actually but the thing about it was like so looking <laughs> looking at my calendar in the morning when I, you know, started work and I'm sitting there with my cup of coffee and I'm checking the first dumb email that I got at the day. Um, I I was dreading this thing and then it actually turned out to be something I really enjoyed because it wasn't just a conference call. There was actually purpose behind it and people who knew what they were doing running it. Um, so I didn't mind it that much, but, um, dang, I'm a little tired um, and I didn't really have prep, have the kind of prep time that I want to usually have for this show. So I felt like, God, I'm winging it. But then I realized like I spent, I spent the whole weekend listening to music and a lot of it really inspired me. And so I thought, Oh, okay, that's my show. The other thing I was thinking about, um, it's going to be a hundred degrees at my house out, like outside my house tomorrow. Um, so while technically speaking it's not summer yet no it's motherfucking summer bud it's summer where i live it's summer so i'm doing music it kind of makes me feel summery like if if my show was a sundress this is what it would sound like so there you go <laughs> and without further ado Thank you talk about headphone tunes all the time like constantly i'm talking about that stuff and that is a supreme headphone tune that most people don't even realize because it just sounds like an am radio hit to them they don't they don't know right they've they've haven't put on the cans and listened to it and had all the hairs on the back of their neck and their shoulders go seriously fan freaking tastic so it's funny over the weekend one of the things i was doing so um i'll roll back a little bit so my band um had our first gig in like almost a year a few weeks ago um it's a private party thing over memorial day weekend um there's this this group that's actually hired us to play at their event um several times in the last few years and um, it was starting to become a regular thing where like they didn't even have to They, they weren't even discussing the booking. They were just checking in and saying, Hey, you guys cool for Memorial day weekend? Are you cool for labor day weekend? And, um, last year, none of that happened, right? Because of COVID. So we didn't know what was going to happen this year. And then like a week and a half, two weeks beforehand, they reached out and they said, Hey, it'd be awesome if you guys can make it. Well, so I don't just play bass. I'm the sound guy. And, um, I hadn't set up the PA in like a year, and um, and my back and my hip are all messed up, and so I'm moving really slow um, while I'm doing this. It just was it was painful to get it set up, and then I wasn't happy with how it turned out. I mean, the the customers were happy; they they had you know the rock and roll thing for their big family event. Um, Just like they wanted to have, but I wasn't happy with it. Um, And so I took some time this weekend and I like set some stuff up and I redialed things in. And one of the things I was dialing in is like the balance between the subwoofers and the main speaker cabinets and this kind of thing. And I'm, I'm doing that in the garage and, um, and lovely day by Bill Withers was probably the main song that I used to like guide me to whether or not I was getting it right. So, there you go. That's how you ended up hearing that song today. Um, also, just it's a killer. That's a killer song. It's a really killer song. Before that, Sly the Family Stone with "Hot Fun in the Summertime," because it's hot and it's summer. I don't care what the freaking date on the calendar is. It's summer. Uh, cool in the gang. Summer madness. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, I've told this story before but it's like one of the best. Yeah, I feel like one of the five best live performances I've ever seen um, was this crazy thing where like some radio station had um, set up a stage uh, in Justin Herman Plaza in San Francisco um, and Cole and the Gang freaking played at like 5 p.m. Like everybody leaves their office buildings and they walk down to Justin Herman Plaza and I didn't know anything about this. So I'm like in this, you know, and it, and the weird part is is that it was totally early for me to be leaving work that particular day. Normally I didn't leave until well after six, um, sometimes seven. Right, so I would have missed it entirely. But I'd had a crap crap day, and I just felt like you know what, being here, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna accomplish anything. Um, I'm just gonna be angry. I'm gonna be angry, and then more angry tomorrow because I stayed here late. Um, so I left at like. 445, walked out the door, and I'm like, you know, plodding my way towards the ferry building, because I, I used to commute by ferry, I lived on the other side of the bay, and and took the ferry, and um, so I'm plodding towards the ferry building to go catch my boat, and, uh, and I see this crowd, and I see this stage set up, and I'm like, huh, I wonder who's playing, and there's no signs, there's no banners, there's nothing, uh, and then out of nowhere, just, you know, this DJ, a Bay Area DJ whose voice I totally recognized. Uh, she jumps up on the stage. And she's like, hey, "Everybody, you ready for cool the gang?" I'm like, "Cool in the gang." And I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm stuck in my head with just celebration and ladies' night. Like, that's it. That's all I'm thinking. I'm like, "Uh, oh, what's this gonna be about?" And they came out and freaking killed. Just killed. They were amazing. And I think I like that weekend I went uh record shopping and like bought all the cool in the gang records and just yeah. Celebration is an okay song, um, if you're not thoroughly sick of hearing it. Um Ladies' Night's actually not that bad of a song. Um, but pretty much everything else they ever did is better than those two songs. That's that's the truth. Uh so there you go. And I didn't know that at that point. Like I just didn't, I I didn't know, didn't have a clue. Started us off at the top of the set with Quincy Jones, Summer in the City. There again, summer, because it's it's fucking summer. It's going to be a hundred degrees outside around my house tomorrow. One hundred. One zero zero degrees Fahrenheit. That's hot. That means it's summer. And I'm not complaining. I am actually I've I say many, many times to many people, I am a lizard. One of the reasons I chose to live where I live is because I am a lizard. Um, but I'm a little I'm caught a bit un I'm caught a bit unprepared at this point. I thought maybe we'd have spring for a little longer, but I was mistaken. You are listening to the public record with Joe Public here on Radio Nope on a Tuesday night. Where I am winging things which should not be won. This is Anne People's. With a, like, cool sound effect
1: deal. I can't stand the rain Against my window Bringing back sweet memories Yeah, when the pain Do you remember We
0: Simonde Simonde I ran you know, I like ran into them with another song I played on a show several weeks ago. I was like, that that was a cool song. I wonder if there's other cool songs. There are totally other cool songs, and then I did a little research, I'm like, what? Sit down for a moment. Simonde are British. It's an say early '70s British funk band, <laughs> English dudes. Well, and I'm—I I'm, haven't delved too deeply. I would figure, you know, like uh, immigrants from the Caribbean type thing, maybe North Africa, Kenya, that kind of thing, and they put it together. But seriously, dude, British, bring the funk. I'm—I'm I'm impressed, and—and and we'll continue to explore it. That was Monday with Brothers on the Slide. Baby Huey with Hard Times before that. James Brown, The Boss. There's like a tiny, tiny number of artists that can make a song about being the boss, or feeling like the boss, who you would actually go, oh, yeah, you're the boss. James Brown, one of those people. N- no argument. Like, if you're arguing this point right now, I'll fight you. I will fight you. We're going to fight. Do you want to get fought? (laughs) And people's people's sorry with, I can't stand the rain for that. I love, I'm a sucker for anybody. does like cool studio effects and there's like the, the um, drums, the bongo drums at the beginning of that, that are super treated with, with effects to make it sound like, like, raindrops, big old raindrops outside your window, if you got like uh aluminum uh gutters or whatever. Totally cool. Just totally cool. I I geek out over that. And that's a great song. I am Joe Public. You're listening to the Public Record here on Radio Note. Here on a Tuesday night. Tuesday night. It's Tuesday. Won't be Tuesday for long for some y'all. I mean if you're tuned in like Thousands of miles to the east of me. That's pretty close to almost not that, right? Yeah, it's very close to that, right? It's like within an hour and a half. It's it's not Tuesday anymore. <sighs> <laughs> I cracked me up. Um. So what's going on? What's going on here? Oh yeah, more music. Winging that which should not be wung on the public record this is candy stanton on the public record That is Labi Siffre, and uh, although I'm I'm not sure that's the way that he would want you to pronounce it, his actual name, just for the record, is Claudius Afolabi Siffre, and once again, it's another like British funk artist, and this one's gonna blow your mind. Like you know that song, right? You don't know that song by him but you know that song and you know a whole bunch of his other songs because he's one of the most sampled artists by contemporary hip-hop folks that there is flat out. And um, not only that, but if you're a fan of uh, English ska from the eighties, late seventies, early eighties and specifically a fan of madness, well, they had a hit with, a cover of one of his songs, a song called It Must Be Love. And actually, he appears in the video for that tune, because he was kind of chuffed that they were covering it. F- the more you know, the more you know. Before that, the Brothers Johnson with Stomp. Um, I had to play that. I have played that song a bunch. Um, I'm a big, 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 big fan of those two dudes. And um, a friend of mine, um, old friend, like one of the first people that I bonded over liking obscure new wave and punk rock records with when I was in seventh grade. Um, and mind you, I'm old. So like nobody was doing that then. I'm not saying I was special. I'm saying I was weird. Uh, and she was weirder because she was way more into it than I was. And, um, we used to hang out with this other friend. Um, and we would like, you know, trade records like play records at each other and say did you know do you know this one do you know this one do you know this one and um she uh is a big fan of the replays that are done on the uh, Sirius XM um of the old America's Top 40 song, uh America's Top 40 radio show with Casey Kasem uh it gets replayed every Saturday I think it is on um on uh, Sirius XM, and she listens every week. Um, you know, stroll down memory lane, and um, she posts for every single song in the top forty. And uh, this past weekend, there was a brother Johnson tune that was in there, and she was like, "Oh wow, those guys! This was, I know this song kind of thing." And I, I commented on it and went back and forth. And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, they, the uh, Louis Johnson, the bass player." as like a bass god um, they both played on uh, Quincy Jones albums and um, did all kinds of session work and Louie did um, uh, was the bass player on um, Michael Jackson's off the wall and thriller records and the you know the thing about those records it's not like those songs were fully formed you know it's like if you know the story of Eddie Van Halen coming in and playing on beat it you know if you had a good comment, if you had an idea that made the song better, you know the the folks in the room were going to run with it and see what Michael thought when he came in check it out. And so Lewis Johnson had a giant, giant influence on the the sound of both of those records. Um, just a monster, freaking bass player, monster. Speaking of monstrous musicians, George Benson with "Give Me the Night." That dude does not get enough credit. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, that was a big, big hit, and, and he had another, uh, a couple other hits back in the day. But you know, basically, this guy's a jazz musician who made some pop records, and then they were hugely successful. And that one in particular, because it's got a got a beat and you can dance to it. <laughs> to quote another popular old man figure from the uh, uh, from the the early days of rock and roll. And I started that set-off with Candy Staten with Nights on Broadway. There you go. That's that's what we've got so far in the first hour of the public record here on Radio Noop. I thank you for tuning in, as I do each week. I thank those of you who tuned in because it's cool. It's good to have an audience, and it's fun to get feedback. If you want to give me like feedback in real time, you can hop on the chat, www.radionope.com. Go in the chat box and just type stuff. And I will type back at you. If you say something dumb, I might tell you it's dumb. But I don't want to scare you off. You know, you can talk to me. It's cool. I'm a good dude most of the time. I'm actually a really good dude right now because I'm digging all of this music. Like none of this music is bumming me out or making me think, oh, I I shouldn't have picked that. And that's, that's rare for me. I second guess the hell out of everything. That's, uh, it's one of my defining characteristics. Should I have done that? Could I have done it better? Should I have done nothing? Should I have sat on the sofa and consumed television product? (sighs) I need to do less of that. I'm getting fat, everybody. I was really, really fat several years ago. Like, before, uh, my daughter was born. I'm, like, super, uh, like, way fat. Um, and it was not good for my health, um... But I've had like this, like hip and the back thing that I'm dealing with is just like totally. It's it's immobilized me, and being immobile is not good for somebody who's got a really really sluggish metabolism and likes food, and beer. Like uh, my friend Craig, who I used to go cycling with, um, you know, I, I he was one time we were riding in the Berkeley Hills, and I just uh, I, and he was talking about all of, of like the miles that he'd done that weekend. I said, whoa. Craig, you you must really really love cycling. And he goes, no, I no, actually I don't I don't I mean I enjoy it, but I don't love it. I'm like, so why all the miles, Craig? And he said, because uh, I like beer, but I don't want to look like a guy who likes beer. <laughs> well, that was pretty concise. Dude posted a picture of himself on a battle board. He's on vacation. Um with his wife and some friends he posted a picture last week of himself on a paddleboard i'm like go to hell man older than me that looks better than i do with his shirt off like, way better and he's a, he's like plays in rock bands and he's an absolutely amazing guitar player and super cool guy and has all this hair what the, what the fuck I best get back to the music Um, I've been thinking about this song a lot um, Since finishing watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier Which then of course made me go back and watch The Captain America movie Winter Soldier Yeah Yeah this song (laughs)
2: And now I feel ten feet tall Sunny. one so true I love you Sonny Thank you for the truth You let me see Sunny. Thank you for the facts From A to Z My life was torn Like windblown sand then a rock was formed when we held me. Sunny. Sunny, One so true I love you Sunny. Sunny Thank you for that smile upon your face mm, Sunny. Sunny Thank you, thank you for that gleam that holds the grace You're my spark of nature's fire complete desire Sunny one so true Yes, I love you Sunny Yesterday all my life was still a friend Sunny You smiled at me in really, really easy days Now the dark days are done and the bright days are here My sunny one I am so sincere, sunny and one so true, I love you, I love you, I love you.
0: Shirley Bassey, oh my Shirley Bassey. <sighs> she of the themed Goldfinger. But that's Jezebel. That's excellent song, so good. Before that, Bobby Hebb with Sunny. You got to know that. Oops. Okay. Then I got um. I just I just flicked the the pop screen in front of the microphone. Like a big to Boeing. Sorry about that. Um. You know that Bobby Hebb tune. You know, you know Sonny Sonny. Yeah, of course you know it. Marlena Shaw with California Soul, probably one you don't know, and Marvin Gaye with Trouble Man, which you should know, um, but you might not. If you're into Marvel movies, you heard it, but and then maybe registered that it was kind of used as a plot point in that movie, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh, it's a great song. The funny thing is, though, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this this comment. The line in the movie makes it sound as if what uh, Sam Wilson is suggesting to um, Steve Rogers when they first meet is and to put in his notebook is to listen to the Trouble Man soundtrack. Um, don't do that. Don't do that. It's not that good. I mean, it's a movie soundtrack and I'm, and it's cool in the context of the movie, but there's really only two songs on there. So, you know, what, you're, what you really want to do is just listen to that song. The song's great. And the point of the line in the movie is about the song. And I, I kind of wonder if maybe um, Anthony Mackey flubbed the line and they kept it because it, it felt good. I don't know. Or maybe, you know, the Russo brothers wrote it wrong or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. I have no inside info. I cannot tell you anything beyond what I just speculated on. That's it. I am Joe Public. You're listening to the Public Record here on Radio Nope on a Tuesday night. <sighs> I'm feeling better already. My back hurts like hell. So this, they're really, really... This, so, okay. I'll, I'll, like, pull away the curtain. Um, I'm actually going in for a procedure on this back of mine on Friday. Um, it's called a medial branch block Um, which is a long way of saying we're going to stick a needle in your back and we're going to inject steroids around the nerve that we think is causing you the problem. And if the pain goes away, that confirms the diagnosis that that nerve is the problem. Um, The steroid is going to help for like a day or two if it helps. Um, It's not a permanent fix. It's not even a short Termish fix that you could you know that you could even repeat uh, it just confirms the diagnosis and if the diagnosis is confirmed I get to go back at some point probably like in two months because this is how our whack-ass medical system works um, and um, and then they will stick another needle in my back um, that will transmit electricity into the said nerve and kill it that's right. That's what I just said. Isn't that special, getting old is tough, man. It's tough. <sighs> but the alternative is is worse, I guess. Maybe. So anyway, um, you know, I, I've I've commented in the past. My wife and I have like been doing catch up on old oldish older TV shows that we sort of missed the first time around because uh, the kid was younger and we had. We had less time. Um, also, you know what I reflected on it? So, like, we moved into this house in 2017. And before then, we lived in this dinky, dinky, tiny house um, that, like, was barely enough room for, like, two normal people. And there were four of us in the house with a dog. And it was nice. And it was a nice neighborhood and a nice place to live and everything. A uh, house was falling apart around us. Totally beside the point. It was super cheap. Um, But uh, it it was not conducive to like wanting to be around people. Because it was impossible for us to get away from each other. So one of the things I realized when we moved into this house, like within a couple of months of moving in, I realized, oh my God, we got a house that's big enough for all four of us and the dog to be fucking pissed at each other at the exact same time. And it would not matter. Like we could all five of us be pissed off at each of the other four. Like each one of the five could be just raging at the other four. And it doesn't matter because we can get away from each other. And so living in that tiny house, we got really, really good at getting along with each other. And like staying out of each other's way and not irritating one another and that kind of thing. And... Um, but part of what you do in that context is when you have an opportunity to get the fuck away from everybody else in your house, you do that. And so, um, we tended not to like gather in the family room to watch TV ever. Um, like my daughter and I might watch something together. Uh um, my son had a TV in his room and so he just like basically just chained himself to that for like five years. Um, uh. And so it, it was kind of interesting. It's like we just missed like this whole swath of stuff um, that we have a common, that like a common liking for. So we had, um, we recently finished like watching all of True Blood. Um, I think we maybe overcommitted a little bit to that one because it really wasn't that good. Um, like beyond like the third season, it went haywire. I mean, it had its moments, but it was just. Yeah, first season was really good. Second season was weird. Third season was good. Fourth season was okay. And then it was just kind of weird for six seasons. Of, it was just weird, right? But we finished it. Um, and then somebody said, oh, you guys would like You're the Worst. And I knew about that show, but I never watched it. And I said, well, let's watch an episode. We watched it. And it was like, and we love it. And so we've been watching that. And recently there was an episode. And this is, You'll understand why I'm giving you this long ass narrative right now um there was an episode that featured multiple versions of this song and this next song and this particular version was one that was in the episode and i loved it and needed to find out who did it and so i dug it up this is Donnie hathaway <laughs>
3: you smile woman, you treat me so damn down fine, you give me such an appetite, and I need you loving every night, Mm. Love 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 gets sweeter every day, your love gets sweeter every day, your love gets sweeter every day, your love gets sweeter every day. You wanna go head over heels for you, yeah When you whisper in my ear What I say is how I feel for you,
4: yeah
3: Your love gets sweeter every day 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 Since I was sweet 16, I wanted you to make you my queen. Then, until the day you were, you're the loving girl that's taking my hand. Mm. Your love gets sweeter every day. 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 are riding to play, and baby if you promise me, we can build our world together, Mm. love gets sweeter every day, love gets sweeter every day, love gets sweeter every day, day. love love gets sweeter every day. Talk when you dance for me, girl Walking so sweetly when you walk when you talk when you dance with me, girl. That's
0: Finley Kay with Your Love Gets Sweeter. I like that song. It's it's like nice little minimal thing of just the guitar and the and, and I think it's a harmonica, like a low register harmonica, um, some kind of mouth organ there. It just that's just really cool, neat little minimal groove. Before that, Jimmy Cliff, "Wonderful World," "Beautiful People," I like that. Jimmy Cliff, it's like can be counted on pretty much to make me smile uh, any old time. Almost as often, oddly enough, as like uh, Paul McCartney and Wings will do, which is, you know, like as as critical as I can be of like fluffy music. I I, that's like the the my favorite fluff, my favorite fluff, other than my dog, Nina Simone with Baltimore before that, and Donny Hathaway with his cover of John Lennon's Jealous Guy. Um, that started us off. I am Joe Public. You're listening to the Public Record. <laughs> I don't have that much time. I want to play some more music. Um, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk. Go back and announce the songs. You know where you are. It's late where you are, most like. Um, so there. So here we go. Some Ike Turner on the public record. <laughs>
5: praise you like i should you're so rare so fine i'm feeling with why and how i want to live you're so rare man you're so fine you know go pray
0: That's O.V. Wright with Let's Straighten It Out Camille Yarborough with Take Your Praise and Ike Turner started us off Ike Turner and his Rhythm Kings with Getting Nasty Need a cough button gotta get one um, I'm Joe Public, you're listening to The Public Record I'm about done I mean, you know, with this show not with the world or life or anything I'm I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying that um but my time, my time is almost. My time here, in this sweet place, is almost done. <laughs> That's the way I'm gonna put it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. I, I, I it's been, uh, it's been fun. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed everything I played. Um, and I, yeah, I get it. It's not. I'm not sitting here playing my records for myself. You know, I, I know that uh this is supposed to be enjoyable for you too and i hope it was hope it was um if you got comments you let me know you get back to me you go on my facebook um look up the public record on the facebook's um you can send me a message there it's kind of the easiest way to do that um and let me know what you think what you want to hear what you don't want to hear that kind of thing i will take it under advisement uh, so, I'm going to play out music. I'm not going to come back on the mic. I'm going to give you another like 10 minutes or so of some, some tasty tunes. Um, and uh, and then I'll see you next week. That's the way that's going to go. Uh, I thought I definitely needed just the vibe from tonight. Just needed this. Needed some of this guy. This is Otis Redding on the public record. Thank you so much for tonight, and I will see you next time.
6: the morning about a quarter till three I'm sitting here talking with my baby over cigarettes and coffee and to tell you that dog I've been so satisfied I've met you Baby, since I've met you Oh All the places that I've been around And all the good looking girls I've met They just don't seem to fit in Knowing this particular sad yeah but it seems so natural, dog, that you and I are here, just talking over cigarettes and drinking coffee. I say it's so early in the morning Ooh, it's a quarter till three We're sitting here talking Over cigarettes and drinking coffee And I'd like to show you where I've known nothing but good old joy You, darling. on it's since I've met you, baby. Yeah. I would love to have another drink of coffee now. And me, darling, help me smoke this one more cigarette now. I don't want no cream and sugar because I got you there, But just let me enjoy.
7: Make me a queen